people welcome back to the nothing special podcast i'm your host aj and i'm as always i'm joined with my co-host armand that's right oh nice that was a good one that was smooth see you should use that more often but getting straight into it i know most of you are probably tired of hearing about pokemon and everything like that but every time i think it's done and dusted and i'm done talking about the topic logan paul goes ahead and does some dumb shit he spent over two million dollars as for as far we as we're aware on six first edition booster boxes have you heard about that by the way mm, no okay this is the first i'm hearing about it. bro you call it dumb shit but you're no no, no i love it i actually love it <laughs> i wish i could do it bro if i was in his shoes i would 100 percent do what he's just done but he spent two million on six booster boxes from, from 1999 right and the video is really well done. If no one's watched it, if, or if the listeners haven't watched it, I actually suggest it. It's really weird suggesting a Logan Paul video, but it's really well well done. Like, really well. Quality Yeah, content. no, no. But, like, the editing, bro, is actually really sick. But, anyways, so he tracks down these six booster boxes. He buys them each individually for around, like, roughly 375 to around, like, 280 each, which is actually really good pricing considering that most of them are now going for around 400 to 500 and like his previous uh, investment into Pokemon, he's going to do a box break, which means he's just going to open up these 36 packs of lives for people who buy these packs on an auction. Oh, he said Yeah, yeah, he sold the last one. He bought, well. he bought No, but this is, the, this is the part that's actually smart, and I feel like only a few people have clocked onto this. He's bought six booster boxes, right? But he's only actually opening one of them and selling the contents of that one box. He's keeping five other books, uh, booster boxes in mint condition. So he literally no no think about it. he can literally control like, the market right now with what he's because he's got he, <laughs> no no I'm not even, I'm being serious bro like business mind wise Logan Paul's hella smart he's bought six he opens one you have to remember because of Logan Paul the hype around Pokemon right now is on an insane level because of him it's all due yeah, to no, him. it's legitimately all due because due, due to him like obviously a part of it is because of COVID and how everyone's locked in I feel like people got into the hobbies that they had when they were kids but yeah they got all this yeah money. his live stream got over like i want to say like easily over five six million and it saved like it earned over a hundred thousand dollars for charity because it was a charity stream as well but it's because of that hype that the cards like single cards and booster boxes raised at the value that they did it was a massive inflation he he was actually the reason why booster boxes that he's bought the first editions are set at the price that they are. It's because he charged eleven thousand and eleven hundred dollars per pack. Yeah, so he set the like he set the price. Yeah, he set the price by accident, <laughs> by complete accident, he immediately set the price. But now he owns six of them. He again now has control over the market for however many years he wants to choose to release these five booster boxes. Oh dude majority share no li- literally <laughs> literally but because you gotta remember these booster boxes are from 1999 like these boxes are older than us and he owns nice. six of them and again he's opening one and i think different to this time well, from the last time is that the one that he's opening is not the packs aren't at a set price like previously he set them at like eleven thousand dollars right now it's on an auction so they can easily go past that 11,000 that he first set and go to like oh 15. God. Oh, yeah, they will. Yeah, because people... Cause 
if it's not yeah, yeah getting into auctions the adrenaline starts rushing in and you want to outbid the other person just out of pride you want to win like especially when it's something this far exactly because if you get a first edition charizard right now in a psa 10 they're going for like 400 500k like half a million on just oh one card God. do you get what i'm saying and obviously if you get like a yeah. bgs black label then you can easily charge anywhere from 700 to a million just because that means like Fucking a BGS black label is like the purest 10 you can get like literally it is the greatest condition card in the world if you get a black label so you can really charge it as highly as you want but it's just like the hype is going to be actually crazy is the 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 market is already inflated as it is but now it's just going to be different levels even like PSA or giving him his own label I think I talked about that like in the last one wait did I talk about that? But did it happen in the last? I don't think it happened in the last. Oh, okay. I don't think it happened in the last episode. But yeah, so PSA are giving him his own label. So whoever pulls a hollow in that live stream in that box break, and it gets automatically sent to PSA first of all. But then PSA in the labeling of the case of the card, they're gonna write Logan Paul box break, which what? is gonna be a like. A that's just that's like a different. That's a whole other like level of yeah exactly no no it's giving it extra pristine level so now they can even charge like imagine if someone pulls a charizard out of this box break which they most likely will because every box has at least well no i'm, I'm not going to say it had like it does 100 percent, but like 99.9 percent of the time it has at least one charizard in it so whoever pulls that one charizard not only do they have an already very rare hopefully mint condition card that goes for roughly half a million dollars but they're going to have that Logan Paul like box break on it, yeah. which in like 10, 15 they years, can retire, yeah, yeah. It's, bro, in 15, <laughs> 10 years, that 10, 15 years, that's going to be hella expensive, especially since it's part of history. Even now. now. <laughs> Even now, yeah, but obviously long-term investments. But it's, oh, bro, he's changed. I'm telling you, when I was talking about YouTube is changing the game, Logan Paul's actually changed the game differently. He's literally deciding a market on luxury goods, yeah, but he's deciding it. I wish I was rich, bro. I genuinely wish I was rich. I would have bought so many Pokemon cards, but I would have done what he would have done. I would have bought like six booster boxes or first edition. Yeah, you would be prank. No, 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 bro. He's not back wrong. He's rich. He's got a whole boxing match with Floyd Mayweather. That's not even happening anymore. But he's still rich. That whole thing. But you got an issue, huh? You got an issue. I got. Uh, yeah, no. This is this is actually really bad addiction. I I, I genuinely wish there was a rehab for like Pokemon addiction. <laughs> Pokemon like trading card <laughs> games. Like I need a rehab for this because I'm. Someone, I need to block my eBay account. I've been going on so many auctions and I'm treating these like £5 auctions, £10 auction wins as like $10,000 wins. I'm getting so gassed about them. I sort of <laughs> celebrate. I just got to the point like I'm really good at them. So now I'm getting cocky about it. So when I win one, I don't even get gassed anymore. I just, it's just like, it's like if Michael Jordan won his wow. fifth ring. It's just like, yeah, I do this on a daily G. That's the standard. <laughs> when you win every day, that's the standard. <laughs> but when you lose, oh, it will be when crushing. I lose, bro, you don't understand. It ruins my whole day. It ruins my whole day. Like, I plan it out, everything out ahead of time. And I've lost them as well. I've only lost two, but they were right at the start and of my career. I'm going to call it a career now because then that makes, <laughs> that makes the addiction sound less bad. But, yeah. But let's move on from topic Pokemon. I just want to bring that up quickly because it's just, like, a lot of people's money is going to be going towards in this world right now, especially with that whole box break thing. And I won't be surprised if that, like, pulls numbers. Like, that's going to easily break the views that he was getting in his previous box break probably gonna make quite a lot of it back just from the stream you know who else is gonna make bare money logic the rapper i just realized now oh what's going on is he he 
Oh, that makes sense. He would be into it. Yeah, he he bought. He's the one who bought the most expensive Charizard. He owns the most expensive Charizard card in the world. He paid three hundred something thousand pound dollars for it, which I think I think he was the just to have it. Yeah, I think he's the most expensive buyer. <laughs> I don't know. It might have changed because that was back in like probably sounds like it. that was back in October. Though a lot has changed since then. Like everything is inflated more, so I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a new more. But right. but that three hundred k would probably be inflated. Yeah, hundred well, percent. Right? Lo- Logic's easy made at least a hundred k profit already. I won't be surprised if he can flip it for. But he won't. He won't sell it. I mean, he has a kid <laughs> now. You never know. I mean, to be fair, he makes. Uh, I'm saying it it's like true. he's not rich. He's retired. No, he's back. He's he's making a mixtape. Oh, I don't didn't even know. I don't even <laughs> listen to him, but I, I, he just pops up on my feed, <laughs> didn't it? So I'm like, alright, cool. Because I like him, but I just don't like his music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's move aside from that stuff. But keep on to topic about like stuff that was mentioned previously. I know it's like kind of like a throwback. Market manipulation. Oh, market. That's a that's a <laughs> so much of a bad segue. Yeah, you you can you can take this one. You hold that one. I can. T- the whole Wall Street business that we talked about last week. Netflix is all over it <laughs> with the movie. Oh, Netflix. Oh, why am I not They're surprised? Already, why am I not like, surprised? How? Like as it was happening, they already like signed the deals. Everything they got that. How many? How many is this now? Like movie announcements? Because I feel like Netflix not the only one. I feel like HBO Max is in there yeah, somewhere yeah, as well. Yeah, I heard about that. Something like five. I have like five I feel movies like or some shit. I don't even know. Five. Oh. Or they were just talking about. Oh, them. I heard. I heard the. You know the main guy who like did all this, the Reddit user that started um, all of it. Who? Deep fucking values. I no. I, I don't know his name. I just. I'm just saying. Like you know that there had to be like one main guy, mm. right? I read that he sold his rights a company to make a movie about his life leading up to this so he has his own movie coming in but on the same day or like the day before i also read that he's getting sued <laughs> no way so i feel like <laughs> yeah so i feel like most of his like because i'm, I'm pretty oh, sure the rich people are trying to the, sue him for like, trying to manipulate i, I don't know what that is but i just want to say yeah 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 i think i think he's getting sued for because he's like the head honcho in it the head kind of yeah. I guess he's a big brain. He definitely it. made. Yeah, I'm saying like it's a corporate. Yeah, he did. He made the most, and also he was he was basically the big brains behind it. So he's getting sued, and he's getting a movie Man. made about it. So he'll get he'll so get it's the back win-win. Like. So he can pay off while he's sued. Bro, he doesn't even need to pay off the lawyers. I feel like the company that's making the movie will pay for his lawyers <laughs> on top of it, in like with his contract. Because this guy's smart enough to manipulate the market. Yeah, like do you know what I mean. He'll probably be able to do that. So crazy. But but it's not just movies though, you know game like the shop oh, in the yeah. UK, which is like the equivalent to GameStop in America How they still for alive? the American listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Aside from, it's <laughs> <laughs> not even where I was going with that. I was trying to say, game is more like producing T-shirts on based around the Wall Street Bro. crash and like not crash but they like the, the events <laughs> they have they made. Yeah, no, they literally. They to, I saw on the on the website shit. when I was trying to buy Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they literally have um, t-shirts with like a rocket uh, emoji, oh and it's God. like GameStop to the moon, How? and they're sending it for like fifteen Are to twenty quid. To do that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, it's not GameStop copyrighted. Though. It's not. It's not it's a French like or anything like that. Or but the fact they're making money. Oh, maybe. Yeah, no, it's li- I checked up the shirts by accident again. I was trying to buy Pokemon cards <laughs> and they just happened to be appear. And I was like, what? It was like 15 to don't, 20 quid though for one shirt. And imagine if they sell out. <laughs> yeah, games made money off GameStop. <laughs> I didn't even invest. 
that whole thing is so crazy. Like it's it's a little cultish. Oh yeah, yeah. on top of the Netflix thing. Oh yeah. What? what? Why uh, is it cultish? I was just browsing through Wall Street Bets the other day, and all these people because you know how like it's it's crashed basically, the price has gone way down. Yeah. I don't know these people. They're so like, <laughs> they're like, keep holding, <laughs> and like all these other people who bought like at the peak, thinking they would it would make money, and they're all like coping because they they lost like thousands upon thousands. Yeah, no, I literally saw a video today on Instagram where some. I, I I didn't listen with audio, so I don't know if it was like I don't know who it was, but some student uh, recorded TikTok of them crying, and they were like the camera was on the graphs yeah. of the stock, and they lost the whole yeah. college savings on uh, holding like it. Uh, this like husband, he was like talking about how he put all his like him and his wife's life savings into GameStop, and talking about how like oh now God. they're gonna have to get second jobs. <laughs> I'm just like, come on, <laughs> come on. No, but realistically, if you invested at the yeah, peak, you're absolutely. just dumb. They invested because of the Like, meat. I'm not going to be sympathetic. Like, <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Like, if you invested, but then pulled out and you just wanted yeah. to say you're part of history, that's one thing. But you invested and you genuinely thought you were going to make money when it was at like 300 to $500 per, uh, dollars per unit. You're just dumb. Because it already went to like the moon. It landed and now it's going back. Like coping so hard. They're like, they've like convinced themselves that if they, if not, now if they just keep it, they're like sticking it to the man. Oh, like the yeah, people in debt. Like, if they just they keep it, they're stuck. They're like, <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck Wall Street. Yeah, just laughing at them right now. I mean, to be fair, they're not laughing too hard because yeah, some of them they go bankrupt. Mostly blown over at this point, I feel. Yeah, probably they did peak. I mean, whoever's still holding. If they're like holding from the moment they invested, like went back when it was like one dollar oh, yeah, per unit or something like that, yeah, they're fine. Even if they hold it until like, like two hundred, they, they've still made two hundred times they what they wouldn't have made like, as much as they could have, but they still made a profit. Still, yeah. Bro, I wonder how many millionaires actually came from <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, trust. Or like how many Probably hundred thousand dollars? I would. <laughs> no, I would. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I ain't trying to. I, I ain't trying to get sued or anything. No, you can't get sued. Or investigated. I, 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 I thought about this. Yeah, you'll probably get investigated. They're, they're investigating the oh, whole yeah. Reddit thing. Oh, Mark Cuban, the the business owner in America who also owns the Dallas Mavericks NBA team, he went on the Wall Street Bets and he did like a live Q&A, you know? And yeah, someone asked about the whole investigating situation and Cuban was like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're 100% looking at this Q&A oh, yeah. right now as well. They've probably got like bear bots as well, and I remember there was this thing. It was it happened last week as well. Where they were like started reporting that Wall Street bets was like trying to inflate the price of silver, but it was fake. <laughs> like they were actually making things up to make Wall Street bets look bad. Yeah. Oh wow! Like it wasn't like actual users; it was like the b- yeah. Wall Street people. Like, that, are they allowed to do that? I don't know. Or are they not, but they're getting away with it because they're rich? I assume that, yeah. Because, like, That's you go on uh, to Wall Street Feds and they're just still talking about GameStop. Uh, and then you just see, like, a random tweet, it was like, like on the tweet, news. Uh, post on Reddit on about, like, silver. Well. Like, they were reporting that Wall Street Feds is, like, investing into silver or some shit. But it wasn't happening. 
Yeah, but that whole this whole like Wall Street thing and this Pokemon thing. Do you think all of this would have happened if we weren't like in a COVID bubble or like a COVID era? Probably not. I think it's like a well, it it could have happened because this GameStop shit has been happening for years. But yeah, but do you think it would have happened at the level? I think it it's, would have it's been like like the pandemic has acted like as a a catalyst, I suppose. Yeah, definitely about the Pokemon things because like Cause now trading eyes, cards yeah. have always been a luxury. There's more eyes on like people are gonna like watch the news and shit or browse Reddit, social media. They have more time for it, so then they'll see all this shit and then get into it. Yeah, and they have yeah, all this disposable income because they're not going out. Yeah, that's that's why like the shops are like closing down and like yeah. clothing shops especially because everyone's spending their money on Pokemon and GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> Going back quickly to the movie, though, like you mentioned Netflix doing it, I remember reading about how like this is gonna be so like weird to say, but they they basically hired that one Netflix guy that's in every rom com that they produce, uh, Noah Centennial. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Bro, that guy's literally in anything that Netflix has produced Bro, is that like, is a rom com. That's probably out of Wattpad. He's in it. <laughs> <laughs> no bro he's in ev- like if you go on netflix and type in his name a good seven of them pop up there's there's one film that he done that i don't i don't remember what it was called i think it was going it was called like by kionu or goodbye Kyo- something and had and it was basically the whole premise of the film was and it's a horrible film but we're like you i'm talking about like, really bad acting everything okay. no i don't watch i watch these youtubers that do commentary videos about films watch it mm-hmm. so when i don't want to watch a film i just watch them <laughs> But <laughs> they watched it, and it was literally like the whole premise was him being in—I I don't know if it was high school or like co- college—and I think he was trying to get with a girl. So then he used Keanu Reeves' beach house to throw a party, and this whole time they're like referencing Keanu Reeves, and you wouldn't actually expect him to come up in a really horrible like C-list <laughs> acting type of film. But then at the very last second for the oh, like, like, a cameo. like the last 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, you just see Keanu Reeves walk in and he he just says one line and yeah. the film ends. <laughs> and that's the only good thing about that film was Keanu Reeves cameo. <laughs> but I'm telling you, he's in the he's in all the rom coms Netflix. That that weird one of Keanu Reeves, um the t- uh everything no, Love Letters to No, what's that one called? I don't know. All my letters to the boys I love before. <laughs> something to my boys I, I love before. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that wrong con? This is actually got all the boys I've loved before. That's the one, right? Yeah. All the ones <laughs> I love before. Yeah. Banged it. I a hundred percent. if anyone that listened to it loved that film was they're gonna hate me. His stance but that he wasn't that us. one. There was another one. What was the other one? Bro, I don't know. They're all, they're all the same thing. He, the people love him in the film and he doesn't love them back because he's like <laughs> a bad boy probably. I don't know. I didn't watch that shit. I don't care. He's got curly hair. Congrats to him. But, uh, yeah. He, it's just... But, but the thing is, now that he's hired for this Netflix film to do with the Wall Street whole shamble, I'm wondering if he's going to... If there's going to be like a rom-com and he's going to play like a hedge fund and then oh, the girl usually character play is going like to play the like a student... <laughs> I, I don't watch his movies to <laughs> know this far. I just assume it from, like, fun. general. Like, yeah. No offense to the guy. It's not like he's going to listen to this. But no offense to him anyways. But 
but that's the thing I'm assuming like because it's a rom-com and is he gonna play like a hedge fund character and then like the girl character is gonna play a student who just happened to invest into GameStop and they meet and he's like they got laid off (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly exactly yeah and then she becomes the manager of GameStop yeah and she now owns like seven (laughs) stores in like some random remote area in Texas and then like he he happens to be his whole life has ended now because of the whole hedge fund company going down in the red and he's like bankrupt and he happens to be homeless and he she drives by and like it's raining and i just imagine she's in a car and the car like hits that water part where the rain's like accumulated and he gets wet and they're like oh my god you ruined my life and she's like oh my god you ruined my life but now i'm rich so i'll help you out on like you help me and then they fall in love development and then it just ends (laughs) yeah yeah and then they probably get divorced off screen (laughs) That's the whole... You're welcome, Netflix. They should hire us as writers. That's so dumb, though. I I really am sad that Netflix is going to get that film and they're going to hire Noah Centineo to make a rom-com about it. Because this was a really good historical moment. This was, like, the closest thing to what the media wanted the Joker to, like, cause. And now they're just going to get Noah Centineo. They'll probably get some random person, like, cameo. They'll probably get Ken Young to come out of nowhere. Two first Ken Young comes, I'll watch it. Like I like two it. seconds he's in there. Just for him. You know who's yeah. Ken Young in it? Yeah, the guy yeah. from community that shouted gay and then it like became like popular as a meme. Ken Young's good. Speaking of Netflix, uh I was watching this show. So my mom says to watch this show on Netflix called Bling Empire. It's like rich Asians that live in LA. Gr- yeah, yeah. Great segue, <laughs> by the way. Great segue. It's rich Asians sorry. that live in LA. And yeah, I was Yeah, uh, yeah, I've heard about it. So watching episode like last night uh, and uh one of the character characters like they're not real people <laughs> uh, <laughs> <of> the people. <laughs> i mean you never know anymore but it's supposed to be reality there's no centenino <laughs> in the background is he is he like pretending <laughs> to be asian <laughs> yeah it's, re- it's a reality show so yeah one of the people kevin he's okay. like adopted and okay shout like, out kevin i don't know he was like really interested and wants to find out about his birth parents and he went through this whole thing like he contacted mm. like i don't know the government or something or some adoption agency and he got some papers and shit and oh my it basically he didn't find out anything he just found out that he was an abandoned child and then he went <laughs> yeah oh jesus he went christ to, like, take it to the next step he went to see a hypnotherapist so that she could like unlock his childhood memories <laughs> <laughs> that shit was mad yeah i mean you gotta give it to it. the brother's a hustler then, the, it was weird though, that the whole hypnotherapy thing because she like took him back to when he was like three years old i'm like okay that seems plausible she could do that then she's like now go back to before you were born i'm like huh <laughs> and then, and then he's like describing how he's in the womb and shit and then and then she's and then the hypnotherapist so like, now feel the energy of your mother <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh I, she she doesn't want me <laughs> i'm like shit then, <laughs> i guess <laughs> and then i guess he came to the conclusion that like now he understands what his birth parents were going through or some shit and so he's not so eager to find out about them and there was another person who like her dad who raised her it's not her birth dad not her biological dad but she wanted to know who he is and so she hired the whole 
private investigator to find this guy. Jesus Christ. I'm like, what? And this whole time, I'm just thinking, like, if you were adopted, mm. would you really go through, like, all this trouble? Would you really care to find out who your biological parents were? That's a good question. I can't lie. I mean, yeah, I probably would want to know, innit? Mm-hmm. I was watching, oh, no, it wasn't a film. It was, it was It's like Yakuza, innit? Like, when the main character doesn't know his parents, but then he's like, yeah, after yeah. a while, I don't even want to know. I feel like Palmy would want to know. But I wonder... Right, let me add on to that question, right? And then now you can answer this. Would you want to know more now that you've got, like, the resources to find out because you you got lucky and got adop- adopted into a rich family, which I'm assuming is a situation with Kevin since he's on that show? Or would you still have the same level of motivation if you were not adopted into a rich family but more of, like, like a working-class family? Oh, if I was rich, yeah, I think I would have more motivation too, because I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, still think I wouldn't care as much, you know. Really, you would just like be fine with it. Yeah, like. Did they say what age they were adopted though? Do you, like, maybe that had a factor for their motivation. Because I feel like if I got adopted at like eighteen, I mean, to be fair, actually, though, you would know by then, wouldn't? No, that doesn't make sense. No, if you were like adopted oh, by, you like, find th- what do you mean? Like, say if you're okay, say if you were adopted at eighteen, but okay, you still hadn't known your parents. Then you were like in the orphanage for time or whatever the process is. I'm not too like educated on it, mm-hmm. but then you get adopted around like sixteen, seventeen, or whenever your teenage around those like all the years of teenagehood. Would you still be as motivated, or do you think? If you're like, or would you be more motivated because now you're an adult, or would you think if you get adopted as a kid, you'll be more motivated as you grow up? I, f- hmm. I think I would be less motivated if I was adopted as a like a young kid than if I was sixteen. But I, even then, I think I, I, like if it's been that long and I haven't had parents, <laughs> then I probably just wouldn't. <laughs> I, I I really wouldn't care. I need to stop saying that. Um, yeah, that's fair. No, I feel like to me personally, like I don't know. Luckily, we're not in that situation, obviously. But I feel like if 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 it happened to me, like I, let's say I went my whole life and I thought my parents were like the real parents, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think like I would want to go searching for the actual real ones. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. Yeah, because but these parents that have been with you for years, your entire life, basically, they've raised yeah, you. Yeah, done bits for you. All these, your biological parents are strangers. But it wouldn't. It wouldn't like kill it though. It would. I would. I would still search just so I can like at least see what. Oh yeah, like peace of mind, I guess. Yeah, you're pleasure. just curious. That's crazy. So Kevin didn't find out anything. Nah. He kind of got to a dead end, but yeah, oh, I guess sad, after, after the whole experience, like reliving his was like in the womb. Well, <laughs> oh, we should laugh about it. This guy trying to figure out the yeah, truth. I know he was like there crying as well. Uh, but I'm just like, okay, is this okay? Was your was your mom getting like very emotional about this? Like you were just there, like no. creasing. Oh, we were all laughing. <laughs> oh, that poor guy. <laughs> I mean, it's, how it's, does it? Um, I wonder. Do you think that's scripted or do you think that's real? 
dude, I can't tell. Because, <laughs> uh, like, like would, would he be comfortable? <laughs> True. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Would you be comfortable having your, like, search for your real parents be broadcasted to, like, yeah, however many people? It's, yeah. Especially if it gets to the point where you go see, like, a, a hypnotherapist and she's, like, feel your mother's womb as a baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would, me, I wouldn't. But I wouldn't be on that show in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> would you let if you ever become rich, right? And you have like kids, obviously. Would you would you let your kids go on that type of show? Like, how old are they? What's the age range for that show? Oh, they're all adults. They're like in yeah. Their okay, so let's say they're like eighteen and above. But they're still living with you because they're that rich, or you're that rich, and they don't want to leave. <laughs> would you would you uh, like let your kids go on that show? I mean, they're they're free to do what they want. So yeah, yeah no, I'm stopping them straight away. You were stopping straight away. <laughs> I'm like, I go, I'm not actually no. So like, I'll say to them, do it. Make your peas because they're probably getting paid bare for it. Mm-hmm. Make your peas. Get your social media influencers up. And I'll just come in on random episodes for like two minute like bits, and I'll make sure those bits are like the best things about those episodes. So yeah, I come get my on, own level you of come fame. Come on to embarrass your children. Oh my, yeah, I want to <laughs> out fame my kids in their own talk. I'm actually just gonna be like a bully. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't know if I would. You know, would you? Would you be like? What, what, how would you react if your kid came up to you in the future and they're like, "Oh, I'm going on Love Island." <laughs> would you not care but they would be like of age like they'd be an adult I think at that point you know no but I don't think it matters what age you are if you're if you're like if that's your kid that's your kid and if that's your mum and dad that's your mum and dad you get me I, so because like, I, I feel like if they are really comfortable going up there no they have to be if they go if like this is like confirmed they've signed like a contract they've conf- oh yeah, and they're but just they're just letting like you letting know, you know. How would you feel? I'd be like, I wish she ever she fucking told me first. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'll be so I would I don't know if I would watch the episodes or not. No, it would be so that's so like awkward. Like imagine I watching think. your son, your daughter, or whatever, like just start lip sync another yeah, person. No, mad. And they're like better <laughs> talking like flirty stuff like and they're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like that's your kid on <laughs> No, because you know some like Love Island parents watch it and they're like, oh, we saw you flirting with that girl. We loved it. We're real proud of you. I'm like, what? Mad. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're proud that your son's about to do something oh, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Something post-corona sounds very <laughs> unhygienic. <laughs> We're talking about kids, right? You know, in your own childhood... Were you ever like an avid watcher of like no. wrestling, like I was, WWE, I like Ruthless Era and aggression? I know you watched on like YouTube and shit, but I had, I had super shit internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah I watched on YouTube. Right, right, yes, bro. I was I, I've I've got back into it because it's near my exam season, and I've realized like I I told you this before, but just for the listeners, I realized that when it comes to my exam seasons, I get way more into my childhood memories. Like to the point where I start reliving, reliving them again. So I like, for example, every year for the past like five years, when it comes to exam season, for some reason I get the feeling or like I get addicted to playing my PS2 games again. As I was when I was a kid, I'll go back and I'll play like 
the old WWE games or like the Naruto games or whatever, like Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that. And I've gone back into WWE a lot again, right? Because it's near my exam season, bro. I've been I've watched part like parts of the episodes that I would like or the shows that I watched when I was a kid, and I realized how like as an adult, it's so much more harder to get into it just because now I'm thinking about the fights logically and I'm like, this guy could have moved out of the way by now. He doesn't need to stand there for like 25 seconds Yo, for you're the guy to climb like the top that. rope. Like you're better analyzing it now. When you're a kid, yeah, you just like watch it's, it. it's, it's just entertainment. It's proper. Yeah, when it comes like, oh, it makes sense that he's letting him hold his hand for 55 seconds while the Undertaker climbs the top rope and walks around before he gets smacked. Obviously, that makes sense. But now I'm thinking about I'm like, you're not even that injured. You could just let go of his hand. Or like, because Undertaker yeah. had one of the finisher where he would climb the top rope, right? And then walk on the sideline and then jump on their arm. But for him to do that, he had to hold, like, he legitimately just held their hand like they were <laughs> going for a walk. And I was just thinking the whole time, the other guy could just let go of his hand. Yeah. But as a kid, you're just, I'm, I'm so into it. I'm like, oh, he's got him in like a death grip. He can't let go of that hand. Is. Like, it's so obvious now. Like, especially, you know, when they do like the, they like backhand the chest. <laughs> like, that's nothing. <laughs> it's not yeah. actually doing anything. <laughs> I feel like it Wait, wouldn't it Because they're, like, <laughs> they're like slapping each other. Bro, that smacks yeah. so loud. Yeah, slap, bro, slap sting. Have you ever been slapped that hard across your chest that you're trying? <laughs> yeah, but to them, it doesn't even look like it's doing anything. Like, they're bare playing it up. No, bro, those, sla- okay. Oh, I'll, and I'll, also, like, right, there's, cool. there's these angles scripted, where right? you see they're not actually hitting each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, the mess of the camera angles from time to time. That's why I always, like, even as a kid, I always liked the high flyers. Because they would legitimately put themselves in harm, like Shane McMahon, Rey Mysterio at times, Jeff Hardy especially, Rob Van Dam. Like those guys would be jumping Eddie Guerrero, RIP. They'll be dropping from like 30, 40, 50, 60 feet onto like the mat or like tables and stuff. And even though obviously they've like planned it out and it's safe, there's still yeah, injuries yeah. that happen. That's why so many wrestlers have like damaged their body. Like Hulk Hogan, right? He he legitimately decreased four inches in his height as he got older because of his Jesus signature move his finisher move which was the the leg drop and he would literally it, it just seemed like a basic move in it where he would just kind of like jump yeah. up and then land with one of his legs on the other person's head but he done that so much that his spine legitimately compressed and he went from six six to six mm. two <laughs> bro lost like a whole four inches yeah which makes sense because he'd be doing leg drops for like a 10 15 year career but so like yeah. the physical aspect of wrestling obviously isn't like scripted or fake but i, I it's just the logical side of my brain is ruining <laughs> this so much for me because i Cause really like a method it. and i am enjoying it. it it's like a choreography but it's just the fact I that guess. i'm like you're noticing it more right you know what's interesting i I read i i learned that there's only certain parts of a fight or like a moment that are set oh, pieces. Really? Everything else yeah, is just done like off the, the cuff. I feel like the yeah, like, like that's how like all like set in stone before, and then they and then they and then they plan it. Like no, no. So the winds are set in stone, and then it was like improvised. No, no. The only stuff that is planned is yeah, like the finishes. big moments, okay. like being it when they're gonna do the finish show or if someone's gonna get like put for a table they'll, they'll plan those parts oh, and like, but anything yeah, else like let's stuff. say just okay. like the back and forth they have yeah there's not like all of the all the yeah. like 
fundamental stuff is just not like it's it's improvised like if someone just decides to go on like top of the rope and dive most of the time that's not scripted they just thought all right cool this guy's on the floor let me jump on him or if they like decide who gets to kick who first or who's punching or who's doing what slam like if they're doing a suplex none of that stuff is planned but if they like are planning a big moment that they know that it's going to get a crowd reaction then that's set but everything else that's just fundamental wrestling they don't plan it they just go okay what are we doing today (laughs) yeah it's crazy right but yeah it's just that, like that logical side is like ruining that though because i'm like watching these guys like and i'm thinking oh back yeah. as, like i said back as back in the days as a kid i was like really into this i'm like yeah, get, like, you get watch, up get you up UFC, right? but then i'm like thinking oh he can't get off for not like 10 minutes but you don't but i feel like you know you i actually don't all right oh okay no because right. oh, it's like a four in the morning but i felt like you're, yeah, 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 you're yeah i watch the clips i just like don't watch the full things for always in the morning and i can't be when you watch wrestling you're gonna like treat it similarly so you start picking it apart a little bit more. Yeah, I hear that. I think it's just also because, like, I'm a bit more... No, I'm a bit True. less blind to that stuff. The behind-the-scenes shit, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just, like, as you get older, you just become more... Yeah, as you get older, you become <laughs> sadly more, like, pessimistic and just kind of more like... Nah, this shit ain't real. We live in a society. Okay, because it literally like I, this Undertaker's signature has <laughs> already bugged me up. <laughs> I really that joke. I can't believe it snowed twice um, in the span of two weeks. I just yeah, because it's. <laughs> you really want to talk about the snowing? <laughs> so, and I don't know. I was just thinking about like <laughs> snowball fights so much more dangerous now in these uncertain times. Every snowball you make. It's a biological weapon. Yeah, but did you not see that massive yeah. snowball fight in that Portugal? could be COVID. That biological it? weapon. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone coughs on the snowball and then throws it as like an extra incentive. Take this kid to the Hague. <laughs> did you not see that? Dude, oh, Jesus, bro. <laughs> Just locking up eight-year-olds everywhere around the world. No, no but did you not see that this? massive like, snowball fight in Portugal? It was like I want to okay. say three, four weeks I ago. Know, like it was like mid December. I want to say there was a massive like snowball fight between like random strangers, and I think it was like in a like city center. It was like a good twenty, thirty, forty yes, people, man. and they just randomly started throwing snowballs at each other. Like, like, like that yeah, it looked crazy. I can't lie. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, because yeah. London's London, bro. Everyone's too busy minding their own business, just walking <laughs> I mean, at a fast pace for no apparent reason. We do that too. <laughs> No, you know I've slowed down now on You're purpose, and people hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm, I've, I've realized as I've gotten older, I've become more just. I'm just here for the vibes. Mm-hmm. So when I walk, I just really do oh, appreciate life. I feel, that. Life. I feel like, that you have to take it in sometimes. You know what? It might take. Yeah, you know what? Because like, I'm walking yeah. around like Tesco's. I'm just like, <laughs> There's no rush. you never know. This might be the last time I'm walking around Tesco's. Exactly. You gotta appreciate <laughs> the little things in life. Every little helps. thank you for listening to the nothing special podcast as we mentioned before every little help so make sure you share us you know tell your friends follow us on twitter at podcast special email us if you want to give us any suggestions or tips or if you got like a business that you want us to promote you know especially if you know us then we'll just do for free if you're a friend or family uh but otherwise talk to us see what's up at 
uh, podcast, nothing special at gmail.com. I believe that's the right one. We all, oh, no, not at, sorry, not at podcast, nothing special at gmail.com. We'll ignore the at. Um, we also have a YouTube if you want to go follow us, yeah, nothing special subscribe. podcast. You, Smash the like button. We're trying to get 2,000 subscribers by the end of the year, so please help us. <laughs> subscribe yeah exactly all that smash the like button all that comment as well tell us what you hate what you like but yeah try to get us to a thousand subscribers by the end of the year 